Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Welcome back once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Wednesday. That voice that you normally hear talking about the godforsaken weather. Jim Brinson not with us for the rest of the week. Jimmy B off calling some high school basketball games. I'll be doing the same as the uh, continued week of high school coverage continues on. Coming up here at 1.30 this afternoon, we will bring you the Class 5A quarterfinal round of coverage with all the locals here in central Iowa. Starts up at 1.30, both here on 1700 and across the Marty and Miller radio network as we'll bring you the call. It'll be Indianola and Johnston in game number one. Right after that concludes, we'll go right in to Marty and Miller. Marty and Miller from 3 until 5 o'clock today. Then back to Wells Fargo Arena, Dowling Catholic against West Des Moines Valley in game number three of the quarterfinals. And then the nightcap tonight at 645. It'll be Waukee in Iowa City West. Play-by-play coverage all day long here on 1700. But before we get into that, hey, we got plenty to talk about, including those Iowa State Cyclones last night. Boy, what a ball game that was. Entertaining as all get out, get up and down the floor and as you look at what Iowa State has morphed into, it was, you know, the continued question about this team during the top half. There was a segment of the population of Iowa State fans that looked at it and said, hey, you know, yeah, we lost to Cincinnati. That was a tight game. A couple bounces, we win that thing. We're a possession away against Gonzaga. If we don't go into a shell and play a terrible last four minutes, we beat Gonzaga, who hadn't lost a game until last Saturday night. And on and on and on. All these close calls. But there was the other part. And if you didn't have that glass half full, you're left wondering with Iowa State, is this just what they were? They're just inconsistent. Just a team that doesn't have the right pieces that can meld together. Yeah, you got a great group of seniors. The four senior starters, Monte Morris, Naz Mitru Long, Matt Thomas, and of course Deontay Burton. With those four Still, those are guys that are mostly perimeter-based. There's times where some of their deficiencies in their game crop up, and you're just saying, without a post presence, with the way you're going to get killed on the boards, defensively, some of the inefficiencies that you have, it's just going to what it's going to be. And that's where I was. Finally, right before the game at Kansas, and I said, I told you guys, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to jump off the bandwagon. They're going to finally go out there and do something to beat Kansas. And what happens? They do just that. They followed up with the game against Texas. You could see that coming. Knew it was going to be a tight game. They lose that one. And since then, it's been six consecutive victories. In the fashion that they're doing it, it's not just the four aforementioned senior starters, but the development of Solomon Young, a guy that was lost in the shuffle for a long part, and injury was a part of it for him. You had two players... I believe, and I said it from the beginning, I thought we're miscast as that big guy in the middle. Both Bowie and Holden, two guys that in a pinch could play there, but if you're counting on them to be that kind of guy, just not who they are. They're they're not built that way. They don't play that way. You're taking some of the positive good things that those guys can do, and I think taking away from the players that they could be in a different situation. They tried it, didn't work. For a myriad of different reasons, it didn't work. And they went back to the well one more time with Solomon Young. The minutes improved. 
he brings not just the physical stature, and and I think that truly is a part of it. You know, a guy that can stand his ground at 6'8", 245, thick, physical, strong, really everything you want from a big guy. Now, would you like him to be 6'11"? Sure, but for what he is and who you see most times in the Big 12 and really in college basketball anymore, he's going to do. He'll do just fine. But then the development that he has come, and we've seen him on the glass, but especially defensively. Just having that presence, it has completely changed this team. Now, it's also been coupled with some other great stories. You know, one that isn't getting a whole lot of talk right now is Donovan Jackson. It went down hard, boy. Just under four minutes, I think, in the game last night. He goes down and landed awkwardly on his shoulder and his neck, and you're wondering, is it a concussion? Is it something worse than that? He's got the bad wrist to go along with it. This is a guy that's shooting 60% from three, over 60% from three over the last month. You don't see that. You just don't see that in college basketball. High volume, hits two shots last night, hit two shots a game before, and it seems like this kid has a flair for the dramatic. That Donovan Jackson understands when a big moment comes, he wants to take the shot. He's not scared of it. And you always have to have those guys. You just do. You know, in the NBA, they talk about it, you know, the, the guys with the ultra confidence in themselves. The belief that I'm the best guy on the floor. Now, it's not true for a lot of these guys. But just having that confidence, that swagger is important. And Donovan Jackson brings that to it. A little extra hold of the hand with the wrist cocked after he hits a three. Absolutely. Play to the crowd or play against the road crowd, whatever it is. He has that innate ability where in a big moment, he doesn't change. He doesn't get scared. And it looks like maybe even he is a guy that thrives in that spot. His continued development, I understand a lot of people are excited next year about Wigington coming in, the Oak Hill top 50 player, point guard, but you're in pretty steady hands here. Donovan Jackson taking over that role next year, maybe an opportunity for Wigginton also to learn on the job, some on the job training for him, not thrusting him completely in there and saying, all right, roll the ball out. You're going to play 34 minutes a game. Donovan Jackson, that'll be his job for next year. And boy, he has been a lot of fun to watch. It has been so many stories. And now with Oklahoma State in the rearview mirror, a weird turnaround with the Friday night game against West Virginia. But for these guys, it doesn't really matter. I don't think so. I think it's more just for us that are set in our ways of college basketball. This would be just like playing a Wednesday game and then a Saturday game after that. They'll leave Thursday. They'll get to Morgantown. They'll get a look at the arena. They'll go through shoot-around. They'll do everything normal. And plus, on top of it, they get to miss a day of classes. Eh, nothing wrong with that. Got to like that, right? In fact, miss a couple of days of classes. Yeah, do your homework on the plane. You're all good. Nothing wrong with that. It's odd, I think, just for us because we're not used to these Friday night games. And I can remember years ago, oh, probably seems like five, six, seven, eight years ago, something in that range. And in fact, it might have been West Virginia playing Pittsburgh, something like that. There were a couple of games towards the middle part of the season that might have been a Big East package at the time when West Virginia was there. Maybe it was an ACC package. I'm not entirely sure. But I think I remember West Virginia playing in, in games like this. Maybe Marquette was a part. Must have been Big East. I think it was Marquette now that I think back. But regardless of that, it's happened before. It's for TV. A window open. Get that game done. And heck, 
For a team like Iowa State, you're playing so well, you're happy with this. Don't need an extra day of rest. Let's get out there, roll the ball out one more time. And now here we are with the Iowa State Cyclones with a chance of taking sole possession of second place in the Big 12. You would have told somebody that a month ago. Go back to February 1st. It was a day after West Virginia went into Iowa State and dominated in Hilton. Ran away from that one in the second half. It got ugly. The place cleared out. A lot of murmurs, a lot of questions, and myself included, about Steve Prohm, about this team, about the inconsistent play that we talked about. All these things continue or stacking up for Iowa State. And if you would have said at that time that Iowa State with a win to finish off the season was going to finish alone in second place, you would have been called crazy. Now, most people would assume that Kansas would win the title, and that's what's happened. That part, not crazy. But the part of it where you have a guy and a team looking around at Baylor, West Virginia. At the time, you had K-State playing well. TCU was up there. Iowa State had just had a loss against the Horn Frogs. You're going to say this team's not going to not even get in a tie for a second, but win it outright, get second outright? No way. But here they are. It's going to be a lot of fun Friday night. We got Matt Nelson coming up here at about 1 o'clock. We'll talk with Matty about that victory. A couple other things are going to get into. And if Steve Prome and Iowa State wins that game Friday night against West Virginia, is he coach of the year in the Big 12? Now, this was a team that had a lot of preseason pub, nationally top 25, second, third, fourth, right in that range after Kansas in the Big 12. But you dig deeper from what they were to what they are today. I think the argument can be made, especially with the win against West Virginia. Now, you're going to get run, obviously, at the top with Bill Self. And maybe this year should be a year that Bill Self gets it. My argument this year for Bill Self, I do have a problem with year after year giving it to the guy that is supposed to win it. You know, Tubby last year got it done at Texas Tech. He won the Coach of the Year award, got him to the NCAA tournament. But let's not pretend that Texas Tech was a great team. The thing about Bill Self that is different this year and why I believe he probably is going to win Coach of the Year in the Big 12 something that he doesn't do very often, even though they win the title every single year, is he adapted. Bill Self changed this year, changed what he did, changed the kind of coach that he was. This is a guy that's strictly man defense. That is what we're going to do. This is our system. This is what we do. We don't play zone at Kansas. I don't have my teams play zone defense. We play strictly man-to-man. He adapted. Offensively, adapted what they normally do. Changing and evolving with the team that he had, that to me is the hallmark of a great coach. And to me, the hallmark of what should be the coach of the year. Prome wins and Iowa State wins Friday. Maybe we'll have a different conversation about it on Monday at noon. But for right now, my vote, and I don't have one, I should. Someone get Bulls to be on the, on the horn for me. And Bob, need a vote. Probably not going to happen, is it? No, I'm going to guess not. My vote right now goes to Bill Self, and I laid it out, the reasons why. Coming up here in just a few minutes, we're going to go and talk to Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com. Iowa trying to find a way to get back on the bubble. How long of a road is it going to be for the Hawkeyes to get there? Starts tomorrow night. They got Wisconsin first up. That's a big part of it. Got to get that one. 
Finish it up at home Sunday against Penn State. Win in your first round. Pull an upset in the quarterfinals. Does that do it? Or do they have to get all the way to the championship game? And then if they're there, I mean, heck, just win the whole thing. Make it four games in four days. They did it back in 2001. Try it again. Do it again. That's what you're hoping for. Look at the timeout here. We got Pat Hardy on the way. Lots to come here on the show. Also, a great story on the north side of Des Moines. Chad Ryan, the head coach of the Polar Bears, the boys basketball team qualifying for the state tournament for the first time in 26 years. Looking forward to that. Coach Ryan, a great job that has done. Not just a great job on the basketball floor, but just with that community, what he has built, what he has instilled with those young kids, a lot of them that have difficult backgrounds. He has done an absolutely amazing job. That comes up as well here in the 12 o'clock hour, about 12.45. We'll have Coach Ryan come in here 12.40 or so and uh, get his thoughts on his team as they will be playing next week at Wells Fargo Arena. Speaking of Wells Fargo, I'll be there later this afternoon. Again, 1.30, the fourth quarter final. It'll be Johnston in Indianola. We'll have the call of that one. Then at 5 o'clock, West Des Moines Valley against Dowling Catholic and wrapping up with Waukee and Iowa City West at 6.45. Full play-by-play here on 1700 KBGG and across the Marty Miller Radio Network. We'll get the time out. Some Hawkeye talk coming up next. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. It's time to take a closer look at tile, specifically at the Home Depot's new Woodlook Porcelain Tile, starting at just $1.99 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, from creamy whites to cool grays, from maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't diabetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens at the corner of Happy and Healthy. You can't see me because of radio, and I can't see you because I'm totally blind. My blindness doesn't hold me back, but I fight to stay awake during the day because I'm not sleeping through the night. I often struggle to concentrate and just keep up. Sound familiar? You're not alone. But this is not a sleep disorder. It's actually non-24. Learn more about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmore924.com today or call 844 368 
888-242-2424. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At dsmcredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to dsmcredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At dsmcredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, on return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back here to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC minus the Brinson part, though. No Jimmy B. As he is uh, out calling some games, he'll be back with us on Monday, though. At least you you think that Jimmy B will be back. You never know exactly what Mr. Brinson's got up his sleeve. Uh, Always a little bit different guy. Uh, Looking to find right now Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com. Getting a conversation with him as we're going to talk a little Iowa Hawkeye basketball, maybe even a little football. We will sneak in there also with Pat little bit earlier than normal as we got Chad Ryan from uh, coming up from Des Moines North after they get to the state tournament. Uh, that's going to be coming up here in just a little bit. So looking forward to that one. Let's see if we got Pat on the line with us. Pat, are you there? I'm here. Hey, what's Which going on? Am I? 
I, I, I tried it, and it went right to voicemail. So we decided. Yeah, there's, it's off. It's offline right now. I don't know if it's because of the wind or if it's just because of Mediacom. Probably uh, just because it's Mediacom. I hear the frustration there. I hear the frustration, no doubt about it. Well, Pat, it, it's an exciting time, no doubt about it right now. Uh, you had a little high school basketball going on last night with a bunch of future Hawkeyes on the floor, the McCaffreys going up against Joe Wieskamp in Muscatine last night. Uh, what did you see in that one? Well, I'm actually working on a column right now. Um, Wieskamp is the, probably the best I've seen since Bobby Hansen, mm. which goes back almost 40 years, which is hard to believe. And I had an up-close view of Bobby Hansen because I was a freshman at Dowling when he was a senior, and he was must-see entertainment on Friday nights. He was the best high school player I had ever seen. Similar to Bobby was listed at 6'6 by the time he was in the NBA. Similar type of players. Bobby had the ball on his hands a lot more. He would get rebounds and sometimes just play point guard. Wieskamp is quick to get outlet passes and what have you. But Wieskamp can shoot threes, can post up, can drive, can pass, can handle the ball. I think he's going to be an ideal shooting guard, small forward type for Iowa. And I've seen Connor. I mean, Connor did a great job on him in the first half defensively. I mean, Connor's 6'5". Guard, not near as dynamic a player as Wieskamp on the offensive end. Not as that he doesn't jump as high and what have you. But Connor's got some nice skills too. A very good passer, and then of course Patrick McCaffrey is six eight, six seven, six eight, and he's still building his strength and what have you. But he's got a lot of really good perimeter skills. All three will be nice additions to the team. And yeah, it's just rare that you get three future Hawkeyes in the same high school game. Don't see it very often. You know, uh, hearing about that Muscatine team a little bit, I read the lay of the story. One of my buddies, official over there and called one of their games, said, yeah, Joe Wieskamp doesn't have a whole lot of help on his squad. And, well, we certainly know the depth of Iowa City West. So made it a bit of a mismatch last night. Oh, it was that. And everyone knew it was going to be that. They were. I think people were hoping that maybe Wieskamp could hit 50 and keep the game close, but it just wasn't going to happen. I mean, he's a great player, but it's, there's a reason it's five on five. Mm-hmm. And every time he turned, there was somebody 6'4", 6'5", Connor's 6'5", Sabian Sims, another guy 6'5". They had guys 6'3", Nate Disteroff on him. And it just wasn't easy everywhere he went. And they don't have a true point guard. They don't really have a strong supporting cast. And like their head coach, Gary Bilger, said after the game, West 7th and 8th players would be key components for Muscatine. Just way more depth, way more shooters. And a player who's overlooked through all this because he's not going to Iowa is Devontae Lane. He was... Maybe the best player for West offensively last night. Eight of 11 shots. He's a 6-2, very stocky shooting guard for West. He and Connor have been playing together for four years. and I mean, he could get a shot off whenever he wanted it last night. And that's what Coach Bilger said. He was the biggest problem for them last night. Patrick had nine points. He didn't really get that involved in the offense. But uh, Devontae Lane is playing lights out right now. Just shooting threes. made three, four threes. West made 12 last night. Muscatine made two, and Wieskamp made them both. So, I mean, it was basically all at times it was like five on one. Well, with that, uh, a look to the current Hawkeye team after a couple of future Hawkeyes on the floor in that one. Uh, Let's take a look at this team as they get ready for Wisconsin. Back first to Maryland in the win on the road there. After a nice win against Indiana, get down 17-4, come roaring back and get the win in OT. That one was unexpected, though, against Maryland, the way that they did it, the shooting of Bohannon, and really the play inside of Tyler Cook. Yeah, Maryland, maybe we should have seen something like that coming. They were struggling. I know they won at Rutgers last night, but they had lost, I think, 5-7 of seven going into that game. They 
But it's one of those games where when one team's shooting threes like that, I don't know if there's anything you can do. I mean, there's just sometimes you have nights like that. Maryland made a lot of threes when they played out here. We've seen Iowa be victimized by teams that can't miss from three. Iowa was just on. It was, I mean, Bohannon, of course, led it, but I mean, they made 16 threes in that game. They only missed 10. So they're, I'm just not sure how much coaching or anything could have changed what happened that night. Sometimes you have nights like that, and in fairness to the Iowa players, they rose up and did it when they absolutely needed it. Now, I mean, I know there's been a lot of talk about them getting in the NCAA tournament, but um, I think they got to win five games to even get to that point where you can even discuss that. But they beat Wisconsin tomorrow night, then, okay, yeah, they can win Penn State. Then you go into the Big Ten tournament thinking, okay, we win two, three games here, then they win. But that's a lot of bridges to cross before you get there. No, there's no doubt about that. It is, it's a deep, deep run that they have to get into here. And, if, you know, people talking about getting back on the bubble. Hey, if we're going to do that, just have the Hawkeyes go out and win the whole dang thing out in D.C. Well, that would be one way to do it now. And it looks like they're going to be able to avoid that first. Uh, they're going to avoid the first play-in games on the Wednesday. That will help. That means they'd only have to win four games at the rate they're going. I think if they beat Wisconsin tomorrow, then you start, okay, they're, the, what would that make them, 17 and 13? Then you and start saying to yourself, okay, they've got a chance. You, you, you're almost for sure you would think the NIT, because I'll be surprised if they lose to Penn State. I really will. Now, I said the same thing about Illinois with this Iowa team. Watch them win at Wisconsin and lose to Penn State. I mean, nothing would surprise me with this team. I mean, they can, it seems like they can play real high sometimes and play real low, but Wisconsin's really struggling now. So they need a win. It's bad or worse than Iowa. In some ways, they, they've lost four out of five, and they lose this game to Iowa, then, I mean, then you're going to start being, oh, this team is tanking. It's in collapse. It'll be, Barry Alvarez may have to take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has uh, happened a time or two before. What would happen? Look at that Wisconsin program. Struggling here. They had the great comeback that got guard the job after uh, taking over in an interim basis. If they struggle down the stretch here, a whole new crop coming in next year for the Badgers, they struggle again. Could we see after just basically two and a half years the seat get pretty hot for Greg Gard? Oh yeah, if they tank this year and you know they're in the tournament no matter what. They could lose their last two game, their last game, lose the first round. They're still going to be in the NCAA tournament. If they just tank at the end of here, don't win another game, and then go out next year and maybe barely make the NIT or something. Yeah, it's going to get it's going to get hot up there. And then you're going to have sarcastic people like me are going to make the Barry Alvarez's jokes because, you know, whenever they have a problem in football, Barry always comes to the rescue. And Absolutely. I think you'll start seeing nothing Barry's done up there has been wrong yet. And I'm still not completely convinced on Greg Gard. He inherited a real good situation. And this team's a little different. They don't have quite the shooters. They don't seem to have quite the leadership as their other teams. So we'll see. But I still think they're going to be a tough out tomorrow night. If they lose tomorrow night, though, that's going to really put the focus on Greg Gard. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it, it really will, and it'll be a, a fun one for the Hawkeyes. What does Iowa have to do to get back-to-back road victories? Is it well, as simple as just hit 16 threes again? Or that would you, help. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you go a little bit deeper than that, though, for the Hawks? Well, I think they're going to have to also establish the inside game, which they're doing now. I think they're now they've kind of figured out how Tyler Cook fits into this offense. Now I think – from most points on now, I think you're going to get 8 to 15 a game from Tyler. I think they've got this inside-out thing going a little bit, but you can't overstate the three-point emphasis, especially in this game tomorrow with um, Bronson Koenig and Zach Showalter. If they are on and they both combine to make seven or eight threes, I don't see Iowa winning this game. But if Bohannon's on and he 
he and Jock go up there and combine for 12 or 13 threes. I mean, how many threes do you think are going to be taken in this game tomorrow? What do you think the over-under is on threes for tomorrow? 35? I would say somewhere. I was going to say 30. Yeah, yeah. I think and I mean, I know you want more in depth, but I think three point shooting and turnovers are going to be a huge thing. I don't think rebounding is that going to be a big threat. I think it's going to be turnovers because with turnovers, you're losing a chance to shoot a three pointer. And I really do. I think, and free throw shooting is going to be big because Wisconsin has really struggled at the free throw line recently, and Ethan Happ can't shoot free throws, and Nigel Hayes is really struggling from the free throw line. I think it's going to come down to shooting. I think the. Help defense and all the presses and all that stuff, of course, will impact the game, but this is simply going to come down to which team is hotter from the perimeter, I think. Talking right now with Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com is where you can find his work. Also find him on Twitter at Pat Hardy. Uh, Pat, with that, this team, the development and the future of the program, we've had conversations here. What do you do in the backcourt? What do you do in the frontcourt? So many weapons. What Fran McCaffrey is continuing to build, you saw a couple of the young guys coming in last night. What is the level that he can get to? You remember Dr. Tom, he was let go because he couldn't advance past the second round of the NCAA tournament. We know Steve Alford, what happened, three tournaments in eight years, a step back, and then Licklider. What Can he turn this one into a consistent top four or five team in the Big Ten every year, a sweet 16 every four or five years? Is, is that the level he's going to, or is it even a higher level than that? Well, that's what's next, because he's sort of achieved Dr. Tom level. He's done the it's the 20 wins, the finishing above 500, the upper half of the conference, winning game, first-round game in the NCAA. He's done that two times in a row now, so he's kind of gotten to that pattern. Now he needs to take it to the next level. I think there's a chance for that. I, it's, I mean, they've got a lot of young talent, and but what's hard to do when you make these projections is what's going to happen with these other teams. That's where it's really hard to measure Iowa, but definitely the foundations there. When you've got a... Tyler Cook and a Jordan, when you've got this many freshmen playing on a team that's going to finish at 500 or maybe a little above in the big, that's, that's something to build on. These, they've had a lot of youth. Now they're going to miss Peter, but there's been times where they've, some of their best games have been when Peter scores or doesn't, scores very little or doesn't play. I think that bodes well for the future, too. I think you definitely have reason to be optimistic about Iowa, but we don't know what's going to happen in Illinois. You don't know what's going to happen in Minnesota. I mean, everyone keeps saying, well, if Iowa wins out, they're in the NCAA tournament. What if Illinois wins out? Illinois right now has got a way higher RPI than Iowa. I mean, they're in a better position, and they swept Iowa. Right. They don't have as good of many conference wins, but they got a better overall record. They swept Iowa and a higher RPI. Iowa could win out, win a bunch of these last games, and if Illinois does the same thing, Illinois goes over Iowa. So that's the thing that's hard to judge the future. We don't know what's going to happen with other teams, but you have to like the pieces that are in place for Iowa now. Will there be attrition? My guess is one or two guys may leave. It always seems to happen. They do seem to be getting kind of a log job of players at forward positions and what have you, so roster upheaval could happen. But, no, there's definitely reason to be optimistic, and I think, yeah, the next thing is, okay, let's get to the second week of the NCAA tournament. That's what's left for France. I think they're on pace to do that, but it still has to happen. Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com. Pat, uh, with that, getting ready for D.C., uh, who are you putting your money on? If you had to lay a shekel down on somebody to win this thing, Purdue, they've had some issues. We talked about Wisconsin, Maryland, both of them. Are you willing to look at Michigan State right now and no. Izzo with that magic? Michigan. Oh. So I just Derek oh. Walton is playing lights out right now. He's a senior point guard. The Wagner kid from Germany is just on a roll. There's just, if Michigan's the kind of team where if they can make threes and they seem to be doing that 
if the, Zach Irvin just gets on a roll for two weeks in March, there, and I say that not real confidently. I can't. I was when you asked me that, I was thinking I can't go with Wisconsin right now. There and Purdue, I just never trusted Purdue, and Maryland is a shell of itself. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't think. I think Maryland's been exposed. So to me, Minnesota, Michigan, and Purdue would probably be my three choices. And right now, I the John Beeline factor. I just there's something about the way Derek Walton and Michigan's playing right now. No, they're playing good basketball. There's no doubt about it. Pat, a uh, little quick segment today. Always appreciate your time. Looking you forward bet. to seeing your article on Wieskamp and the McCaffrey's coming up at allhawkeyes.com. All right, Trent. Thanks a lot. See you later. Pat Hardy with us on the Draft House 50 hotline as we come to you live here from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. You know, uh, getting ready, going to talk some high school. That one over there turned into a blowout. I told you yesterday I thought that was going to happen with Muscatine in Iowa City West, and it turned out to be true. But some fun storylines. Last night, I had the call of Hoover in West Des Moines Valley. Close throughout, contentious, neither team led by more than six. I think Valley's biggest lead was six. Hoover's biggest lead of the game was four. It was tight throughout. It was exactly what everybody anticipated. Defensive battle, some good shooting, a fun game comes down to the wire. But the disappointing component If you saw the final call, in overtime, Hoover holding for the final shot. Go up, ball is blocked with a corner three. In the scrum for the ball, comes over, Austin Hinkle, kind of gets a hand on it, taps it back. As he's falling back, there was a little contact, nothing egregious, and they call a foul. With one second on the clock, a foul was called. Very disappointing. Hinkle goes the line, hits his free throw, tried to miss the second effect, banked it in. But with the state tournament bid on the line, there are many people that say, hey, you call the game the same way. Regardless if there's two minutes gone by in the first quarter or if it's right at the end of the game. Doesn't matter. You always call the game the same. Not exactly. Not exactly. And especially in that circumstance. First... I don't think it was a foul. Hinkle was falling back, trying to tip it back. There's not enough contact to call a foul there. And secondly, in a scrum situation like that, where Valley, best case scenario, they're going to heave a 94-footer to win it, let them play it out. This was nothing egregious. This wasn't a blatant foul. Disappointing end for the Hoover fans. And I understand a lot of them quite upset. Career's end. Douglas Wilson, probably the best rebounder I've seen in the last five years in the CIML. The guy is an absolute beast on the boards. And a career ends in that way, that's tough. It's tough to swallow for Courtney Henderson and the Hoover Huskies. Really feel for them today. Wish there would have been a better outcome. And for them, better outcome, but four more minutes on the clock, let's play OT number two. That's not to take anything away from Valley and what they accomplish. Quentin Curry... Gone for most of the year, came back late. The All-State Center from a year ago helped leading them to the state championship last season in 4A. Not to take anything away. Personally, put four minutes up. Don't blow the whistle there. Even if it looked more egregious than it actually was, don't blow the whistle there. Let the kids decide it. Don't let it come down to a free throw in a tie game with one second left in OT. Didn't like to see that. Tough way to end. Coming up next, we'll talk to Des Moines North head coach Chad Ryan. The Polar Bears are going to state. 
for the first time in 26 years. We'll talk to Coach Ryan coming up next here as we continue on. State basketball coverage also at 1.30 today. I'll be down at the well. Wells Fargo Arena, game number one. Johnston against Indianola. You can hear that right here on 1700 KBGG and across the Marty and Miller radio network. Five o'clock after a three to five o'clock Marty and Miller, it'll be Dowling against Valley. Then at 645, it'll be Waukee and Iowa City West. All to come here on a busy day for your boy TC. We're back in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't abetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do. More with diabetes. Walgreens at the corner of happy and healthy. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are in the driver's seat, in complete control, in life and on the road. Your driving record is impeccable, and for this, you are greatly rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. You use your savings to buy a world's best driver t shirt. It runs a little small. The more righteous you drive, the more you can save with Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. 1700 KBGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips. Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know Not, you had a clothing line. Yeah. Is it really made of bacon? It's got the official bacon <laughs> yeah. stamp of approval. Smell it. not scratch and sniff. News from around the globe with Westwood One. On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria on the Big Talker. 1700. KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. 
That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook in the Spot West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Back here on Jimmy B and TC. Big story here locally, Des Moines North. Back to the state tournament in boys basketball. The head coach for the Polar Bears, Chad Ryan, joining me right now on the show. Coach, first, congratulations. I know you've been working very hard throughout a number of years building this program, and now to see that uh, final step getting to the state tournament, it's got to be a great feeling. Hey, Trent, good afternoon, and thank you. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great feeling last night, not only uh, on a personal level, but just for the for student-athletes and for the school and for the whole community, it was just a it was a really nice evening last night. It, it really was. Uh, Ankeny, that team they they came back at you. You guys had an early lead. They came fighting back. You look at the record of the Hawks and they pulled that upset against Waukee last Friday night. That was a team though that wasn't going away. They didn't want to make it easy on you guys before you pulled away late. No, Ankeny's uh, very well coached. Uh, they have a you know they have a a good. A good team, and then they have a great senior leader in uh, in the guard, Drew. And uh, you know they've been playing really well lately. And they, you know they match up well with us. They, you know they have some good guards that can match up with our guards. And you know we just felt fortunate to come come out on top last night. Absolutely, we're talking right now with Chad Ryan. He's the head coach of Des Moines North, the Polar Bears, back in the state tournament. For the first time in 26 years, you go way back, and uh, obviously some great teams, some great programs throughout the years. And you know, as you've been building this thing, and, and you talk about the group, I know for you though, it's not just about the guys that are here. It's about that foundation that you started to build a number of years ago. If you can just explain the process and getting this program back up and to be able to compete at this level. You know, um, it was really that group. Uh, you know. The last five years, we've had we you know we've had winning records. Uh, we've had two Metro championships this year in 2014. Uh, you know, and it, it was, there was a drought there for for North. Uh, you know, obviously the Hurl Beecham days in the late 80s and early 90s. You know, North was pretty tough, but since then, you know, there was a drought. Uh, Tiante Jenkins, Terrence Bush, uh, Sam Williams. Uh, you know, we had we just had a group of kids that decided to come to North uh, when it wasn't really the cool thing to do. And, uh, 
you know, that group really that group really made it okay. That group really made it okay to come to North to play basketball. And uh, 2014, we went 20-3, uh, got beat by Southeast Polk in, in district play. But uh, that group really, really led the way uh, for this for this next group of kids. And you know, our goal uh, wasn't to be like a one class program, not to like to have one great class and have a couple good years and then go back like North used to be. So it was. You know, it was really important to us to, to build on that and not be satisfied. And then, um, you know, we have a, we start three sophomores uh, on this team, believe it or not. So we have a really strong sophomore class and a really strong senior class, which really makes a great mix. Uh, so we got some youth and some, you know, young excitement, and we've got some great senior leadership. And so you put that together, and, uh, you know, it's just been a great mix. And, you, you know, these kids work their tail off. Uh, you know, they, they, they put the work in, uh, they take pride in their community. They take pride in the school. Uh, you know, we're student athletes. We had a team GPA, a first semester of 3.28. Uh, so, you know, they're going to school, doing the right thing in the classroom and then just doing a great job on the basketball floor as well. Well, coach, uh, as you look at the way this season has come together, started off rough start, Lose your first two to Waukee and Ankeny Centennial. You're two and three. Lose a couple of games right after you get back from uh, holiday break. And, you know, as it was kind of an up-and-down yo-yo at that point, what were you talking to the kids about to get to this destination as they rattle off now 12 consecutive victories? What was the message during some of those lean times? You know, we were six and five. And, uh, you know, we had high hopes coming into the season. You know, we, we played great ball during the summer and during the off season and, you know, you're sitting at six and five, and you have a choice to make. Uh, you know, we we told the kids, you know, we can we can either turn this thing around and uh, put put the work in that's needed and and get it fixed, or you know, we can go the other other direction. And uh, they chose to put the work in, and uh, like you said, we won 12 in a row. Uh, you know, we the kids, you know, we just we picked it up a notch. We had some tough losses. I mean, we're you know we're six and five. Uh, you know, we played horrible against a good Johnson team, and we played pretty poorly the first time we played Ankeny. But our other three losses were, you know, down-the-wire type losses that could have won either way. And so, you know, we just we put some extra work in. Uh, the coaches, my assistant coaches, did a tremendous job. We did a better job scouting, did a better job getting the kids prepared for our opponents. And uh, we asked the kids to put some more time in, and they did, and uh, they responded well. Uh, and... Uh, you know, like, but that was a huge turning point for us when we were six and five. You know, we, you know, we could have been a 500 team this year, or you know, now you know, but we we went the other direction. Now we're 18 and five and going to state for the first time since '91. Well, you guys uh, during that stretch early on beat Valley back on January 17th. Was that a game that maybe started to solidify things and these guys realizing that they can compete at the highest levels and they can beat a team that is the defending champions in Class 4A? Yeah, you know, I think uh, both our Hoover battles, you know, you know, um, were were great battles for us, uh, and you know, gave us some confidence. And then, you know, able to take off a down in a valley that are such well coached teams uh, that are good every year. You know, I think definitely gave our kids some confidence. And uh, yeah, I think that valley win. You know, I think we were seven and five at the time we beat Valley, and uh, it was kind of a springboard for this this run that we've made. 
Talking with Chad Ryan, the head coach of Des Moines North, the Polar Bears, to the state tournament for the first time in 26 years, starting next week at Wells Fargo Arena. And, uh, Coach, a little bit different. Usually back in the uh, day before this year, it was staying up to late, staying up to past midnight, waiting to see when the brackets are released. Changing it up a little bit this year, and the brackets will be released this afternoon. Uh, but for you guys, hey, it's all new, right? So it doesn't really yeah. matter. You know, uh, we're just happy to be involved in the conversation, you know. Uh, so, you know, we're uh, we're gonna, you know, watch. There's a there's a selection show this afternoon that we're gonna watch as a team and have some lunch together and uh, just kind of see, see see where it falls. Uh, but we're just excited to be still playing. So, uh, we'll 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 take uh, we'll take any seed we get, any opponent that we get, and just uh, just do our best to represent the North Side of Des Moines in the right way. Well, you'll be, along with Valley, the two CIML teams represented there. So going to be plenty of new faces there. Newton, after a long hiatus, they're back at the state tournament. That was a fun story. But I want to talk a little bit about more about the kids on your squad and, and start with your leading scorer, sophomore point guard Tyreek LaCour, a kid that is incredible to watch. I've watched him now the last couple of years, as you know, Coach, and he's just such a fun, dynamic player. What is uh, his game turned into, and what does he continue to work on? Just still a soft, sophomore, but a kid that puts up 25.9 points per game. Well, Tyreek is Terrence Bush's little brother. Uh, so Tyreek's been around our program forever. Uh, so, I mean, we knew the kid was going to be special in fourth or fifth grade. Uh, he was up here in the gym, uh, you know, during the summertime playing against ninth and tenth graders when he's in fifth grade, uh, doing more than just holding his own. Uh so we knew he was going to be special. Uh, to be honest with you, we didn't know he was going to be this special this quick. Uh, you know, 25, 26 points a game, seven assists, five rebounds, and three steals. Uh, so he does more than just score. Uh, he's just a tremendous player. He's really worked hard on his game. Uh, one area he wanted to improve was his jump shot over the summer, and he just put the time in, got in, got in the shooting machine, just put a ton of time in. Uh, he's always trying to improve his ball handling skills. Um, so he's always working on stuff. Um, he's one of the first kids in the gym and one of the first, the last kids to leave. Uh, and just has a desire, just has a desire to be a great basketball player. And uh, his work ethic, he, his work ethic is why he's so good. Uh, he's just not, him being this good isn't an accident. He, he puts the time in. And it's great for like our kids in our program to see that because they understand if you want to be good, you have to put time in. And he definitely does that. Your other uh, top scorer on the team, a senior that we've seen the last couple of years, Jal Bajic. And, you know, this is a kid, he loves to dunk. He loves to, if he has any opportunity to throw it down, it seems like he's going after the, the tin real hard each and every time. Such a, a fun player to watch. Good length to him, can step out and shoot it. Boy, he's developed into just an excellent player for you guys. Oh, and you know, Jal is a tremendous human being. Uh, he's definitely the leader of this team. Uh, he... he you know, he his work ethic is just un, unmatched. Uh, you know, he's really developed his, his outside shot, hit five threes for us last night in the game. Uh, like you said, he's exciting to watch. I mean, uh, I, I don't know of a kid in the state that's had more dunks the last two years than Jaw. Uh, and then defensively, you know, he's such a huge factor for us. Uh, he affects so many shots, uh, led 4A in blocks, but, Time the blocks that he gets, the shots that he affects, even the ones he doesn't block. Um, you know, and Jaw doesn't care if he scores or doesn't score. You know, he just, the one category he cares about is wins and losses. 
So, I mean, there are games where he defers, and, you know, he averages 15, 16 points a game, could average a lot more, but he he understands that that might not make us the best team. And so he, he defers some of his points to get his teammates involved and just does a tremendous job. And his leadership the last two years for North basketball has been huge. The lines last night, as you look at the box score and the win over Ankeny in the sub-state championship, 88-68 North with the win. Jal, he goes for a double-double, 23-12, and also knocks down five three-pointers with that length. And then Tyreek, he puts up a, a stat line, 20 points, 14 assists, four rebounds. You'll take that again next Wednesday, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Tyreek, he, he didn't shoot the ball great last night. Uh, I think he was 6-for-16 six from the field, which isn't horrible, but... Uh, he just did a great job getting his teammates involved. Um, and, you know, 14 assists in a 32-minute game is, is huge. And, uh, you know, just, he just created a lot of open looks for his teammates, which got them going. And, uh, you know, just as a team last night, really, we fed off that energy. Uh, we like to score a lot of points. Uh, you know, I think we're averaging 75 a game. Uh, scored 99 first round, 88 second round. Uh, so we like to push the ball. And Tyreek does a tremendous job pushing the ball, and like I said, although he averages 25 points a game, he gets everybody else involved as well. So, uh, you know, you take Tyreek's 25 points off the game, then we're averaging, averaging what most teams average. So there's still plenty of points left for everybody else. Des Moines North, the leading scoring team in Class 4A, 75 points per contest this season, and they'll be playing at the state tournament next week at Wells Fargo Arena. Well, Coach, uh, a big congratulations for you. I know it's been a long journey to get the program to this point. Before we let you go, just reflecting back in, in the highs and lows that you've had throughout this program, getting to this destination, making that back to state for the first time in 26 years, what does it mean to you individually as a coach? You know, um, you know, it's not about me, and I, I mean, like, you know, it just, it just really isn't. It's about these kids and this community, and you know, they deserve, they deserve something to be proud of, and uh, that's what we tried to, tried to give them is uh, a basketball program that the whole school, the whole community can look, look up to, uh, not only on the floor but off the floor, and. Uh, you know, and these kids have done a great job. But on a personal level, it, it has been a journey. Uh, you know, I remember when I took this job, I had 20 people call me and ask me if I was crazy. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I had people call me four or five times and say, you shouldn't take it, you know. And so I was stubborn enough to take the job, and I was stubborn enough to believe we could get it turned around. And the first few years, I didn't know if I could, you know. Um, but I've had great assistant coaches, great players, and, just stuck with it, and uh, you know, the last five years we've had winning records and a couple of Metro championships, and now a trip to state tournament. Well, coach, we're looking forward to seeing you guys on the big floor at Wells Fargo next week. Should be a lot of fun, and again, heartfelt congratulations from everybody here. A great story, and just a great team to go along with it with Des Moines North. Congratulations again, coach. Hey, Trent, thanks for all your coverage of high school athletics. Uh, you guys do a tremendous job, and thank you for all the work that you do. Absolutely. We enjoy it immensely. There's no doubt about it. Thanks again, Coach. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Have a great day. That is Chad Ryan, the head coach for the Polar Bears. Des Moines North will be playing in the state tournament. We're going to find out those pairings coming up here in just a little bit. We'll take the time out. Back with more in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. 
It's time to take a closer look at tile, specifically at the Home Depot's new Woodlook Porcelain Tile, starting at just $199 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, from creamy whites to cool grays, from maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't abetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective.